Governor of College Football, we are here today with the Honorable Judge Cole Pepper. Judge, how you doing today? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Um, excited to sit down and talk with you today. Um, you, you have a storied history. Your, your, your family, man, is just an athletic family. Sure. Uh, just to give everyone a background who, who don't know, um, your dad was in the NFL for years. Uh, your brother Rex a quarterback your mom was a contestant on a survivor your dad ended up being yep. on a survivor as well your sister plays basketball what was that household like growing up brother man it was competitive you know especially between me and my brother and and then my dad too and and then when my sister came around i mean she, she we call her the best athlete in the house you know she's, wow. she's scrappy you know it was a lot it was a lot of fighting man a lot of times i was like you know, the middleman, like, mm -hmm. and when I say fighting, I don't mean like fighting, fighting. Yeah. I mean like, you know, competition over all kinds Absolutely. of Absolutely. Board games, pick up basketball, whatever it was, it was always, it was always a dog fight, but you know, we love each other and it was fun, but it was, it was super competitive, man. Yeah. You mentioned board games before I get into my next question. What's your all time favorite board game? Gotta be Monopoly, man. Hey, uh, you did it. not just say Monopoly. Yes, sir. You did. You did. <laughs> Monopoly. I'm serious. Is my all time favorite game. Oh, what's your favorite? Best. What's your favorite property in Monopoly? <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. Like Pike Place, maybe. I, I just uh, like, park, I like park, park Place. Door. So okay, Boardwalk Park Place. I get it. I like. I like the oranges. I'm an orange and red guy. Uh, those are my my favorite mm -hmm. type of uh, properties in Monopoly. So, um, how were you first introduced to sports? Uh, was football your first love? And then how has the relationship with football evolved? Um, well, I love football. Don't get me wrong. But I, the first sport I ever played was baseball, though. Ah. I got ball when I was like four. Um, and I really loved baseball. Uh, I wasn't super great at it um, until my dad probably threw me 100,000 baseballs in the batting cage. And then I got pretty decent uh, by the time I was like 12 or 13, but I started to grow real big. And like, I was like, well, what about football? Like you played football. I want to play football. So um, seventh grade rolled around and uh, my dad was like, all right, I'll let you play tackle football. I had grown up playing flag football, you mm -hmm. know, so I got into tackle football. You know, it took me a couple practices to figure out what hitting was, um, what tackling was. So, uh, but, but I've just hit it, you know, from the ground running since then I've, I've loved it, fell in love with it still love it to this day you know especially here at ut and uh it's been great man uh i, I it's been great that's great to hear man you dominated at plant high school rated a four-star recruit by rivals uh what was it like playing high school football in florida and i asked this to all the athletes you know some people say texas pennsylvania ohio got the best high school football i'm sure florida has a horse in the race oh absolutely man i Florida, I'll say this about high school football. It's fast. Skilled players can run, run. Florida, man. Um, I had a blast, though, at, at Plant High School. You know, I feel like Florida's interesting in high school. You know, like Central Florida, there's a lot of talent. You know, South Florida, that's like a whole other world. That's a lot of talent. And even like North Florida, you get like a different kind of talent, like, like in Jacksonville and then like right south of Georgia and Tallahassee. Like you get all these – it's like like different – like like great football all across the board, but it's like different levels. Like it's, it's kind of strange, you know, different teams like have different characteristics. So, you know, I'm playing central Florida teams all the way up into the playoffs. Then we get to like, you know, the divisional round or the, the championship round. And it's like all these different teams from different spots and they're playing like, like lights out, but like a different style. And man, it's, I love, I love Florida high school football. I had, a, I had so much fun. I had fun with my boys. We were a, like a hometown team, public school, it was it was it was awesome, man. I had a really really good time doing that. 
That sounds amazing, brother. Uh, I'm going to switch gears here you uh, here with you for a second. When I say Rex Strong, what does that mean to you? I mean, that Rex is my hero. You know, I, mm-hmm. I grew up, uh, you know, following in his his shadow pretty much my whole life and then, you know, competing with him um, all the time. And, you know, he's a, he's a tough dude, man. My brother, uh, he uh, got diagnosed with testicular cancer his uh, sophomore year of college. He was competing for the quarterback job and over the spring, and he, like, you know, went to the doctor and he was like, he called home, was like, hey, like, I really don't know what's going on, but I got to go do this. I got to go get surgery. And it was like, bang, bang, in and out of surgery in like two days. And then he was starting chemotherapy. He did 100 hours. Um, you know, watching him go through that was really, really hard because, like, he's my hero, tough as nails, you know, great athlete, great competitor. But, you know, chemotherapy, a lot of people are touched by, you know, cancer, their families, and a lot of people have seen chemotherapy per- firsthand, and it, it really hurts people. Like, you know, all his hair fell out. Um, physically, you know, it kind of took a toll on him, and um, man, like, he he really just attacked that, and uh, you know, for me, like, personally, like, no no winter workout, no lift, no practice is ever going to be harder than seeing somebody go through that, and what he went through going through that, so it's like, it's perspective, you know, that just gives me perspective, makes me go that much harder, and work that much harder, and man, he's, he's my hero, man, I love my brother to death. Wow, absolutely, uh, thank you. I truly appreciate you sharing that, Judge. Um, you're yes, senior sir. senior in college now. Uh, life has changed drastically for you since you were a freshman. Uh, being a communications major, have you thought about life outside of football? If Judge Culpepper wasn't balling out on a football field, what would he be doing? Man, that's a great question. Um, I think about that all the time. Uh, I actually have a degree here already. Um, it was like a, a uh, like a history with the history focus. Um, and I'm working on my second degree here, which is in communications. Um, I have a year of philosophy, a master's in philosophy under my belt. I did that last year. Um, I don't know. Honestly, like the end of the day, a name like judge, I really want to go to law school. Ah, I mean, you just got to like the honorable man. It just has to happen. I mean, and cause you know, once you go to law school, you can actually be a judge. And right. I think, like, judge, judge. I feel like that'd be awesome. Like, you know, you, that sounds like a TV show. Yeah, I was, about, I was just about to say, they're going to have to get you a, a TV show. Judge, judge, call, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be too dope. So you that have an NIL uh, deal with Open Doors. Um, how do you view NIL being from a Mac school in Toledo? And how has the conversation changed around NIL? How has that shifted since you've been in college? I mean, it's it's really crazy to think about. You know, when, when we first got the news, okay, NIL is going to be a thing now. It was like some guys were like, all right, this is amazing. Other guys were like, that's not, uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what is this? Um, right now, I mean, it's, it's, it's really just kind of seeping in all aspects of the game, you know, like recruiting, um, what you can do for your players, you know, things like that. And, and then, of course, you know, the community out here, like um, – everybody in the community is like coming together and trying to support us and, and, and we're trying to support them. And it's, it's like a crazy relationship that isn't really something that players really go through until, you know, they used to go through until they were pros. Now we're getting to experiencing that experience that now I think it's, it's really cool. And it's really opened up a lot of opportunities for athletes and small businesses and big businesses, you know, at a lot of big schools. But I think here at Toledo, we're doing a really good job of, 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 you know, getting out in the community and, and, and trying to help people and, and having people help us. It's, it's been pretty great. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for my last year and seeing what I can do and who I can help and all that. We, we spoke about NIL. Um, and a lot of times with NIL, the term student athlete 
gets gets forgotten about. But the fact that you are a two-time academic All-Big Ten and two-time academic All-Mac as well, how does that feel? I mean, I'm just one of those guys, like, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I just, I like, I like finishing things that I start. Um, like, when I'm, when I'm working on a class, like, I don't feel good unless I'm giving that, you know, my all. Um, but a lot of guys on this team are like that. It's a very blue-collar mentality here at UT, and, and I think that a lot of guys know that classroom comes first, you know. For some guys, maybe it comes second, but it's very, very, very close, um, you know, we certainly love football here, but we also we also really take school seriously, and I think that that's a culture on this team that that you know since I've been here has just you know amplified and amplified and taken another step up every year we go. And I think that it's it's truly an honor to be named you know academic All Mac, academic All Big Ten. Um, you know that stuff it means a lot. You know it's 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 hard to be a student athlete. So if you can do both at a high level, I think that's what everybody's achieving or striving to do here. Because I don't have your skill set, your ability to play the game, I talk the game. So talk with me. When it, what is it like being in the zone? You had a game versus Kent State last year. You were just in the zone. You were locked in. Talk to me, one, about that game specifically, and two, what is it like when you just enter a zone and you feel like you just can't be stopped? I don't even know. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that you just like get this mindset. All of a sudden things start clicking and it's like, man, I can't do anything wrong. Like every move I got is working on this guy, that guy. It doesn't really matter. Put anybody in front of me. It's kind of crazy. Like it, it's just like a, a different mentality shift. But boy, that Kent State game was something else. Like they came out and they came out hot and we were down like 21 points in the first quarter. But I remember coming to the sidelines and sitting down, my boy Dallas Gant next to me, and I, he, I kind of looked at him, and he kind of looked at me, and we they just scored. And I was like, we're winning this game. And he looked at me, and he was like, oh, yeah, we're winning this game. And and I don't know what it was. Like, the confidence level on our defense just never wavered the whole game. We came out after the half. It was like tie was close because our offense was playing lights out. I mean, they were, they were torching them there in the middle. Um, we came out in the second half, and we're like, made some changes, and we were good to go. And, and it was just like – play after play after play, I just feel like my confidence was really high and our confidence as a defense was high and we were able to come back and overcome that deficit. I'll say this, that Kent State game was probably, because of how we handled adversity and came out on top of that, that was probably the most fun I've ever had playing football, man. It was, after that game, I just felt on top of the world. Just (laughs) nothing like it. Ah, that's amazing. I like I said, I, I love to I love talking to athletes just to just to hear it. That way I can kinda imagine it and I can just see it in my head what it's like to be in that type of zone. So we, we're gonna switch gears again. We love to play a game here called Rapid Fire Questions. We're just gonna ask you some lighthearted questions just to see, you know, who is Judge Cole Pepper behind the face mask. So first question I'm gonna ask you, what's your favorite pregame meal? <sighs> Gotta be steak and noodles. Steak and noodles, ah, nice, nice feeling. I, I could dig it. So, uh, next question I have for you: uh, What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Like, it, it, maybe you don't eat cereal now. Maybe growing up as a kid, what was your favorite cereal? So I know this is like a weird one, but I'd have to say grape nuts. Now, now, hear me out. Like, my dad is like a firm believer in Tupelo honey. He's from like North Florida, Tallahassee, where uh-huh. like Tupelo honey is made he loves it so he used to put tupelo honey on the grape nuts and then like milk in there 
and it was crazy, man. I love that. That's my favorite. Really, here. my grandfather used to keep it all the time. Like you'll just see it. They have that. <laughs> it's, like the old, it's like old people cereal. Yeah, but it's yeah. really good with two below honey, man. With the good. with the honey, it was a one. Wow. Um, are you are you a music guy? Do you listen to music um, before before games? Definitely like to lock in on some music. Um, Who are you listen you know, to? I'm not. I, I listen to rap a lot, like mm-hmm. in, the, in the locker room and 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 uh, in the weight room especially. But a lot of times before games, I like to turn on like '90s grunge rock. So Ooh. I listen to Alice in Chains. I listen to Soundgarden, Nirvana. Uh, huge Stone Temple Pilots fan. You know that whole like grunge era. That's my jam before games. It just gets me in like the headspace to go play some D line and be a physical monster. You know. Speaking speaking of uh, D line, what's your favorite technique to line up at on the D line? Man, that has like fluctuated my entire career. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to say, like, a cocked nose, like a nose guard right on the center. Like, I feel like you can just jump the snap a couple of times, come over with a nice arm over and get free and make a play. Like, I love those. I love I love being a quick nose guard. Um, but you got to have some weight to you if you're playing that nose guard position because, like, as quick as you get, you know, you get off the ball, whatever, they come with that double team. If you don't have 290 behind you, you get blown up a little bit. So, But I love that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, do you have any uh, memories of your pops playing ball? I think he retired when I was two. Mm-hmm. So I got like memories. I think I have a memory of him coming home from practice one time. Um, maybe it was when I was three. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But mm-hmm. no, I don't have any memories of like going to a game and watching him play, unfortunately. But I've seen he's got all his film, man. He's got Does his he? NFL film cut ups. He throws almost on all the time. He's like, look at this. This is how you <laughs> <to> play. <laughs> what, what are those conversations like where you just sitting in front of him? I'm sure you're all ears whenever he's speaking. What is it like when he's talking football and talking about the good old days, you know, back at, you know, him playing with the Gators and all of that? I just try to turn into a sponge and, mm-hmm. like, absorb what he's saying. I also understand it was a little bit of a different game when he was playing. Absolutely. Um, but but not that different. I mean, it was the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was tough. It was, like, everybody was yoked up. And, um, but I, I just – I try to be a sponge and listen to everything he says because he's so knowledgeable. You know, he's – he's uh, you know, he was, like, a really – he was a really quick, quick player. He wasn't, like, super athletic. He wasn't super tall. He was super strong. He was super quick. And he was super smart. So – he was always like figuring things out. Like he had a great, great and insane like like football instincts, and I'm just trying to like emulate that, see where he gets that, and like try and put that into my game, like more and more as I play more and more. And that's what he says. You know, the more you play defensive tackle, the more you start to feel these things in a game. The more you can start to play loose. The more you can make plays, and the more you make plays, the better you are. So. Wow, I, I I love that. So, what was the off season like? Um, you guys doing the circuit training, and then we had spring ball, and that was fall camp. How you feel like one where you're at personally after this off season, and then where's the team at this past um, off season? There was a lot of growth. I mean, we had we got a lot of uh, uh, old older players coming back this year, and um, I think we hit the the ground running after that that MAC championship and bowl game. It was it was really a quick turnaround, and it was like all right, like you know, amazing, amazing season last year, but now we have the opportunity to do something that hasn't been done here in 30 years, which is, you know, go or 50 years. I don't even know a long, long time mm-hmm. just go back to back. And I think the sense of urgency this year has been even higher and heightened than it was last year. Um, we had a great off season. We did mat drills. We did winter workouts in the Ooh. morning. It was, you know, it's, it's a grind. Boy, we love the grind here, man. And, and, and I think we really embraced it. And then summer came around. No, we actually it's spring ball. Sorry. We had, we had a great spring ball. I feel like, you know, as a defense, you know, I, the offense looked great too. 
Um, and then summer, I got up. So I was like, I played last year. I think I weighed out on the last game. Like, you know, because you lose weight over the season. Mm-hmm. I think I weighed out on that last game at like 269. Like I was so skinny, you know. Um, this offseason, I've gotten up to 294, and I'm feeling quick, and I'm feeling fast and strong and bigger than I've ever been. And I'm just, I'm just excited to get rolling here, man. And you know, we got some good, good player, good teams on the on the schedule. Um, but we're excited. We're really, really excited. And I feel like we got something really special going here with our team. And I think everybody's bought in, and and it's just, it's going to be good. I have a feeling. Judge, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look into that camera. I want you to talk to the Toledo Rockets faithful, and and if you could write them a, a, a dear Toledo letter, what would be in it? Dear Toledo, get ready, because we're coming. We're coming for more. It's going to be a good season. I hope you got season tickets. Tune in. It's going to be good. Judge, I truly appreciate your time. I will be paying a lot of attention to you guys this upcoming season. CFB Nation, we're traveling. We're going to be going everywhere. So we're going to try to make sure we make a pit stop in Toledo this season. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. All righty. Appreciate your time, brother. Best of luck to you this upcoming season. You have a good one. You too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you.